the dangerous freedom of a peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Welcome to episode 70 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast, Mother Brothers. Yes. Sasquatch sitting here with Comrade and the J-Bone. Hello. <clears throat> Another wild, well, not really a wild week. Things have happened. Yeah. I mean, Trump was out of town, so. I mean, it's Labor Day this week. I mean, Rush isn't even on. Yeah. Guest host mania. Can you guys imagine what it's going to be like if we have guest hosts? Yeah. I my mean, dad crapped on the idea, but I thought a dad's episode. Oh, yeah. There's no way my dad would do that. It'd be hilarious, though. I think it'd be great. It would be fantastic. I think Justin's dad's the only guy that would do it. He would. <laughs> we should just have him on. I don't know. Well, we're going to get down to brass tacks. Are we? It's time. It's time for Comrade's Corner. Oh. Welcome to Comrades Corner. Well, folks, today is all about gender and sexuality, traditional relationship roles, and how they, how their presence in any given relationship is completely up to the two or twelve people in said relationship. We live in a free country, and you can do whatever you want. It's pretty awesome, but. With great freedom comes great consequences. Or as sometimes happens, should have. So to get started, I'll jump into a story about a woman who lives her life on her terms. Chastity drinks, and she parties till the sun comes up. Her boyfriend, Cotty, thinks maybe a bit much. So when he told her, she didn't take the news too well. Throwing her phone at him and probably finishing her beer. Then out to the garage they went, where conversation must have got heated. Unnamed witnesses said you could hear chants of what coming from the rodent onlookers as things took a turn. Chastity, facing Cody, takes two beer cans, opens them one hand each, slams them together, and chugs them fully extended, not actually drinking half of the liquid courage. Proceeding to, in Cody's own words found on his official police statement, Stone Cold My Ass. She was booked on misdemeanor battery and taken to jail. Cody was also arrested because, for some reason, he started to fight police once the situation was under control. In all honesty, he probably wasn't sober either. The moral of the story here, folks, is Florida is lit. And don't tell others how to live their lives. And that's the bottom line. Because Comrade said so. Next up, we have a pederast predicament. Kansas, of all places, has a library board who is divided over banning pedophiles from reading to kids. I will say that again. They are divided over banning pedophiles from reading to kids. What? Exactly. I'm pretty sure that's illegal, and even if they get past the loophole, screw that. This all came up because of the drag queen story time. 
style things that were happening around the country. Just so happens, as it was discussed here previously, some of those individuals were petter asses. That sucks. It shows a lack of proper child protections that should have been in place regardless of how the reader dresses, but for some reason it went amiss. Now drag queen story time. I can get down with that. That is honestly some pretty cool stuff. Not my thing, but I can appreciate the effort and skill it takes to turn some of those guys into pretty and extremely over-the-top women. But the fear of leftist retaliation is what brings us to the stupid debate on whether pederasses should be able to read to kids. No, they should not. They deserve a seat on Comrade's Cock Chop Shop. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. But what do we do? But what do we expect, orphans? This is the government, after all. Why are we surprised? Next up, we have another pederast, thankfully already locked up, who has decided that they need a gender reassignment surgery. He has also asserted that the state should pay for it because it's cruel and unusual punishment for him to live with the cock he had no problem using on children. He has apparently tried self-castration twice with no success. Obviously, he didn't want it that bad, or it already be done. I mean, where's your dedication, man? The state and the courts have been in the back and forth over this, and I for one cannot take its crap for one more second. Listen, I don't give a rat's ass if you want to lop off your man bits and trade them in for a meat wallet. Not my thing. Do you, boo-boo? But not a chance in hell do I believe that the same person, not, not a chance in hell do I believe that person should have the state pay for it, especially if you're incarcerated. The same argument about trans people in the military. It's got very little to do with the person. It's got a whole lot to do with the cost of maintenance to sustain such a change. This is ridiculous. But, ooh, wait. Huh, I just got an idea. I'd actually be down for this whole state-paid bit. But only one condition. Listen, if he wants it done, I got a pair of scissors. They're super sharp. I can go in there. Make it as pain... I mean, humane as possible. I would love nothing more in my life to say I could cut off a pederasses unit. Seriously, I'd probably buy billboards just to gloat. Comrade. The guy that cuts off pederass cocks. State funded. Now that's something I can get behind. 20 bucks a pop. How many do you think there are? I have found my calling. And that's Comrade's Corner. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> we got a petter-ass predicament here. Yeah, we do. That is ridiculous. No, but seriously, 20 bucks a pop? I'll be a millionaire. Did I not call it? When we first talked about these mm -hmm. drag queen you did. <clears throat> yep, you did. book readers, I said this is just one step closer to them going towards pedophilia. Mm -hmm. I, and would you look at that? I was perusing, right again. trying to find V3 this week, and I didn't choose this one because it wasn't. If it would have been American people, I would have. Yeah, it was over across the pond, but. What? Huh? What are you talking about? What do you mean? Oh, I thought you were talking about this. No. Go ahead. I'm talking about I was perusing the internet trying to find our V3, mm -hmm. watching videos. And there are there's a movement of trying to get pedophilia as a sexual orientation. Yeah. That's that, been a thing for a while. It's crazy. It's not mm -hmm. a thing. 
It's a you are you are defect you are defect you are a defective human being. Totally agree. No, for sure. What they they're calling like minor attracted persons or some madness Ugh. like that. Yep. And it's like no, that's that's that you are an abomination. That's what you are. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. But what can you do? I really hope that that, that young lady gave her boyfriend a stunner. You know, I, I, I picked, that's the only way I picture it. That's where it, that's how it started. He got a stunner and then a Luthez press. And then he put her, he, she put him up against the garage door and stomped a mud hole in his ass and walked it dry. That, and then he was laying there out cold and she dumped two beer cans on his face mm-hmm. and that woke him up. And then he called the police. <laughs> I love every second of that. Yeah. That's how I picture that fight going down. It's fair. Now is <sighs> better asses wanting their cocks chopped off. Good times. I mean, what a time to be alive. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, I'm sure that there are inmates that share these jails with these pederasses. Yeah, they love to facilitate, I'm sure. Yeah. They don't have sharp objects, though. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> well, I know. They don't have, like, proper... I guess yeah. maybe it'd be better. It'd be more painful and excruciating mm-hmm. with, like, a prison shank trying to cut that off. Do it with a carved toothbrush. <laughs> it's almost fitting. Yeah. No, it'd be better that way. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm out of business. Yeah, you know. We need you here. I guess that's true. I'll sacrifice. Yeah. Well, we got another installment of our 2020 weekly update. Ooh. And next week, hopefully, now that the Sasquatch household is back in the internet game, I will be producing a little bit better of a product it was a dark days there it was tough you know going to another house to use the wi-fi and trying to prep on your phone was interesting yeah (laughs) imagine okay so first up kooky joe biden literally said at a campaign rally in new hampshire this past weekend that quote i want to be clear i'm not going nuts he apparently forgot where he was, mistakenly saying Vermont was beautiful while being in New Hampshire on the same day. Yeah. Oh, this guy. Um, Sleepy Joe also had to comment had had to comment on racism this past Tuesday, saying that racism in America is an institutional white man's problem visited on people of color, adding. White folks are the reason we have institutional racism. There's always been racism in America. White supremacists have always existed. They still exist. He added later that it would not be tolerated in his his proposed administration. Ooh. Well, that's good. That's good to know. So he's, so he's going to stop voting for all the things he's been voting for for his entire political career. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I mean, I mean... He's from the party of racism. Right, yeah. I was going to find a montage of all the racially insensitive things he said, because there was like a three-minute video. Yeah, I believe that. I, didn't, I did not do it. 
What a joke. I mean, just last week, what did he say? That, you know, poor black kids or... I don't remember what he said. It was a... Poor or he said minority kids are just as good as white kids. Or no, poor kids are just as good as white kids is what it was. Yeah. Mm. What a joke. Yeah. Now, uh, he, yeah, he just said also about the about black people. He goes, I'm not even uncomfortable around black people or something to that effect. <laughs> trying to trying to pander. That was his attempt at pandering. I mean, I think that's worse than Hillary Clinton's hot sauce comment. Oh, my God. Hmm. Yeah. And that was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. So... I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but if you didn't, you should search it and seek it out. Um, Beta O'Rourke got trashed on Twitter Monday for posting a pathetic video of himself cooking burgers. Awesome. He must have been trying to normalize himself to the masses, but it really backfired on him. And I have a tweet, which was my favorite takedown of him. And I will read that to you here in just a second. The rebuttal tweets to him are just perfect. Oh my, they're perfect. This came from uh, Jay Caruso. So Beto's taking a break from telling everyone how racist the country is to show himself making burgers with processed cheese served on an English muffin with a side of raw broccoli. Wait, what? In <laughs> wh- what? What? <laughs> Yeah, you gotta watch this. This is the most un-American thing I've ever seen, I've ever heard in my life. And he's from Texas. My gosh. Um, There's some more. I'll read them because it kind of explains. Oh, I don't have it. Anyway, he had like four skillets there. Why? Because he's a dummy. That's fair. But one was a cast iron that would have fit all four burgers in it. Wait, he had four different skillets cooking just four burgers? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he burnt the crap out of him. I was gonna say it's like Zuckerberg trying to pretend to be human and then taking a drink of his water yeah. and just glitching out, messing it all up. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, just get back on your skateboard, savage. Jesus. And he was using a metal spatula and a Teflon pan. Mm, don't do that, dummy. But who eats a burger on an English muffin? This is the point that I think is most important about all of this. Is that like I he one? Yeah, he obviously has never cooked a burger for himself. Seriously though, he is from Texas. You do not cook a burger in a skillet. I I honestly it, I don't think it would taste bad on an English muffin. Like if you toasted that English muffin, I bet you it's probably pretty good. I mean, I've had a lot of breakfast sandwiches that are on you know a sausage and an English muffin is pretty good. Okay, I'm actually, sure it's probably not bad. But it's still weird. <laughs> like that's how you're gonna weird. that's how you're gonna jump into like, I, it. I to don't show that you're normal. I'm a little hungry right now. I I'm, I don't I buy. Could, I could probably take a that. I don't buy that Beto O'Rourke eats Kraft American singles. No, I don't, I don't buy that Beto O'Rourke eats cheeseburgers. Yeah, he eats sand. It's <laughs> <laughs> dirt. <laughs> Cheeseburger, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> dirt and kale. That's what dirt Beto and kale works. Which comes from dirt. Yeah, I mean, he's a... Ugh. Um, he wasn't done there, though, this week. Um, Napoleon, the, the Napoleon Dynamite lookalike also had this to say about abortion at a rally earlier this week. Mm. My question is this. I was born September 8, 1989, and I want to know 
if you think on September 7, 1989, my life had no value. Uh, of course I don't think that, and um, of course I'm glad that you're here, but you you um, referenced my answer in, in Ohio, and it remains the same. This is a decision that neither you, nor I, nor the United States government should be making. That's a decision for the woman to make. And I'll tell you the consequence of this, this attack on women's right to choose. And... And, and, and I listened to you and I, and I heard your question, I'm answering it. Um, and, and the attack on, on Roe versus Wade, which we thought was the settled law of the land. And unless we had any illusion that the achievements that we've made are protected forever or that progress is inevitable, that has been shattered right now. I don't, I don't want to tell you some of the consequences of this. In my home state of Texas, thanks to these trap laws that uh, make it harder for uh, providers to offer the full spectrum of reproductive care, more than a quarter of our family planning clinics have closed. And it has made us one of the epicenters of this maternal mortality crisis. Not only can you not get safe legal access to an abortion, you cannot get access to a cervical cancer screening or a family planning provider or in a state that refused to expand Medicaid, any provider at all. We are losing the lives of women in our state as a result, um, I, I don't question the decisions that, that a woman makes. I mean, only she knows um, what she knows, and I want to trust her with that. So I appreciate the question. Thank you. Are you for third trimester abortions, or are you going to protect the lives of... Is he standing on a table? Babies? Yes, he always does. Because, you know, there's really not a medical necessity for abortion. It's not a medical emergency procedure, because typically third trimester abortions take up to three days to have. So you would, in that sense, if there was an, an emergency, the doctors would just do a C-section and you don't have to kill the baby in that essence. So are you for or against third trimester abortions? So the, the question is about abortion and reproductive rights. And, and my answer to you is that that should be a decision that the woman makes uh, about her own body. Um, I trust her. I wanted to ask you about a recent bill that just went through the Senate about two weeks ago. And the bill was that if an abortion was performed on a viable fetus and the fetus survived the abortion, the doctor would then be compelled to give that living baby the same care as any other pregnancy baby that came out and put that baby through the care. Would you support this bill that does not in any way limit abortion and simply seeks to keep babies alive that have been born alive. Thank you for the question. The way that I would approach your question and this issue generally is to trust women to make their own decisions about their own bodies. Um, okay. So that last one... The second one, he didn't even... He, he bullshitted his way through it and he all he said was like okay for the you know people who didn't hear it was a question about abortion it's like no it was specifically third trimester abortion right. and completely disregarded everything about her question uh about it being third trimester that last one literally just didn't even say anything about what the question was it just i trust women well their decision that, that uh, yeah, wasn't the question. So that's his answer for all three. But the last one is just complete advocacy for murder. 
Like, not even, like, I don't even care if you think abortion's not murder. That's not abortion. That's killing a live human being. Mm-hmm. I love how he has to say, he has to talk about, oh, they won't be able to get their care for this, that, Well, the other from thing. that specific clinic? Yeah. No, other doctors offer this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of their main arguments is what uh, they do so much. So do other doctors who yeah. don't kill babies. Why would you want to go to some doctor you don't know? I don't like to go to any doctor, but, you know. Well, a lot of people don't have a like a, like a person they know as a doctor. They I'm just, I'm just saying, if you, if you go to a doctor's office... There's a group of doctors at that thing. You think you, if you go there halfway frequently for minor, uh, pregnancy care or family planning, all, all doctors do that. Well, I would say, I wouldn't say most people don't have a doctor. Most people have a primary doctor. Yeah, if you have, if you have, well, health, yeah. If I mean, have, I know there are some people who like, you probably don't have a normal doctor or whatever, but mo- like uh, your primary doctor. That's why most people ask you if you call a clinic or you're calling this or insurance, where they ask you who your primary doctor is, and that's why because most people have a primary. Like, I have a primary doctor. Well, right. I, I can see a couple different ones who are whatever, but your actual primary doctor, most people do have that. Because it's it's better to because now now it's hey. not a person that's just reading a chart saying oh this was this is what you've had in the past they actually you know halfway give a shit because they know what your circumstances are I agree are. but that usually comes with like decent health health insurance like if you don't you just go to the ER because that's usually covered I'd say a lot of people do that but I mean most people still have a primary doctor but when the government's fitting the bill then a lot of them do just go to yeah. the emergency room yeah. But yeah, so. But yeah, that was a joke. Yeah, he's a dumbass. Bottom line. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. So no, I just thought the cheeseburger video was funny. I, I would recommend trying <laughs> to find that on the Twitter. Right. Um. So, sad news. Oh, tell me. Kirsten Gillibrand dropped out of the race. Aww. And I'm not going to say anything else other than what Donald Trump said on on, on his Facebook page. Because it was savage. <laughs> it was pretty great. A sad day for the, for the Democrats. Kirsten Gillibrand has dropped out of the presidential primary. I'm glad they never found out that she was the one I was really afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I mean, burning the whole pack. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Um, apparently, President Trump has another primary challenger. Mm, give me a break. <laughs> and Joe Walsh. I mean, I really didn't know that the Eagles had time to take off touring for somebody to, for one of them to run for president. What? But um, boom. Um, and lastly, we have some sad news and really sad. I'm not being sarcastic here. Oh. Um, 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 dot com's Nate Silver pollster. Um, t- so Tulsi Gabbard's probably not going to get into the next round of the debates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabbard's campaign has claimed that she's received at least two percent support in more than twenty polls released since the second debate where she obliterated Kamala Harris and she hasn't recovered. Right. Amazing. (laughs) 
Um, but only two of those surveys from the pollsters are sanctioned by the DNC, who have apparently crazy rules. Among her campaign's complaints are that the DNC's rules about which polls will be counted aren't very consistent. Some highly rated polling organizations were left off the DNC's list, and some surveys were excluded despite being sponsored by notable media organizations. For example, state-level polls conducted by online pollster YouGov on behalf of CBS News have been counted, which is approved of by the DNC, while national YouGov polls, sponsored by The Economist, have not. Um, independent journalist Michael Tracy said on Fox News with Tucker Carlson, as I mentioned in an article that I wrote last wrote this week in Real Clear Politics, Gabbard has gotten over the required polling threshold in two separate polls, in two separate early primary states. The Boston Globe is a newspaper with the, wide, with the widest circulation in New Hampshire, and the Post and the Courier is the newspaper with the wildest, widest circulation in South Carolina. Gabbard has gotten placed at 2% or more in polls published by these, those two newspapers, but the DNC, DNC in this bizarre, mysterious, infinite, infinite wisdom has decreed again arbitrarily that those polls are not approved. Sounds like a screw job. Yeah, I mean, this is DNC we're talking about. Well, yeah, but nope, we can't have that. And Tulsi took some time off recently from her campaign mm-hmm. to go serve. Yeah. Because she's still active military. Right. Mm-hmm. So, DNC, you're stupid. No, I mean, I think they're geniuses because I think if they ever gave Tulsi Gabbard the platform she actually deserves in the Democratic Party, she'd actually be a concern for Trump. Yeah. But they're never going to give her the voice she should have. Yeah, I think she would. I think she's, I I don't agree with a lot of what she says. I like her anti-war stance, especially Mm -hmm. the kinds of wars we've been in. Right. Regime change, crap wars. And she's been in. Yeah. I'm with her on that, but she's she's got some nutty leftist ideas too, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so last week at the end of the show, guys, I messed up. We oh, no. did not have an, a '69 joke for episode '69, so I have one for you. Oh, I'm excited! A little late, but it's a good one. Justin, Tommy, what comes after '69? I don't know. Sleep. Mouthwash. Ah. <laughs> yep. Ba-dum-ching. Yep. Speaking of mouthwash, <laughs> what happened with... Uh, you just like how you wrote it. Wienerstein. Harvey Weinstein. Well, he has pleaded not guilty to two additional charges of predatory sexual assault. Uh, Mr. Weinstein, who briefly appeared in New York court, has already pleaded not guilty to raping a woman in 2013 and forcible sex act on another in 2006. Prosecutors filed the new indictment on Monday to allow jurors to hear testimony from a third accuser, actress Annabella... I'm going to screw this up. Ciora? S-C-I-O-R-R-A. She was um, in The Sopranos. Yeah. She was the uh, Mercedes dealer. Uh, good actress. Um, Mr. Weinstein, 67, has denied sexual misconduct claims by over 70 women so far. Um, but Miss Ciora 
who is known for her role in HBO series Sopranos, says this happened in 93. She's not listed as a plaintiff in the case because the alleged assault took place too, too long ago to be prosecuted under state law. However, prosecutors hope to use her testimony to bolster their case in the Weinstein uh, is that he is a sexual predator. Mm-hmm. So two more cases and who knows what more will there is more of this. Um, one of the girls that's going against Weinstein in the group case or whatever mm-hmm. is actually adding uh, the, I don't know if CEO or producer or whatever you would call it, of the Disney Channel um, and some directors of the Disney Channel for putting her, like knowingly putting her in the position with Weinstein to for the situation to occur. Mm-hmm. And she's actually adding them to her lawsuit so now Good. now disney is getting implicated and that's going to open up a can of worms i believe hopefully well yeah look how many child stars come from disney mm-hmm. uh, how many of those could actually go through these same things that aren't coming out yep i mean yeah look at miley cyrus she's stable <laughs> britney spears uh i mean the, the list of child actors that Well, not even Disney. I mean, look at Corey Feldman. I was, yeah, I was trying to think of his name. Corey Haim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yuck. No, it was just Yuck. crazy. Yeah, we wonder why these kids... Well, there's just a whole litany of them. They're mm-hmm. sad. Like, eat true Hollywood story back in the day. I remember that shit. Just rampant alcoholism in teenagers and drug use and whatever. I mean, they're they're they're... Part of it's their kids, but part of it's probably because they're trying to numb themselves because mm-hmm. they got diddled. And now that we know as big as it was, you know, we're not we're, we're not just talking Hollywood. You know, you have mm-hmm. Epstein and his madness, and I mean, it, it's global. Yeah, yesterday with Epstein, uh, Gloria Allred took some of the mm-hmm. accusers, and they were able to have their day in court. Even yeah, though ten or twelve of them. Yeah, it's good that uh, they're not giving up. I mean, just because he's dead doesn't mean this shit goes away. There's mm-hmm. still evidence and things that need to be brought to light. There's still plenty of people who were with him that were also doing these things. He was just one of the main ring lingers, or ring leaders. Yeah. One of the girls in that deposition, was, she was quoted saying, she's like, Prince Andrew knows exactly what he's done to us. And it's like, us? Because until then, we only knew about one girl. And it yeah. might have been her, but... Yeah. Yeah, so that's, I'm like, fingers crossed that doesn't get buried. I don't know, man. I'm worried about our world. Oh, yeah. We live in a state. I mean, our state is like, if if you're into any any idea about biblical anything, Sodom and Gomorrah, Mm -hmm. Illinois is going towards that pretty damn quick, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. The world is not as there, too. I mean, pederasses and the Catholic Church and... Everywhere. Everything's upside down. Ugh. It's all right. We're here shining a high lumen flashlight on it for you. Yep. Tis. So you need to get on our social media and our website and spread the links, spread the news, share our stuff. Every Always. chance you get. Yeah. But, yeah, no, the... Are you excited? About what? You actually get to talk about world news i'm very excited i never get to talk about world news it always gets pushed to the wayside which is a good thing because we're you know focused on u.s news i get it 
But I love world news because it always connects back to us eventually. So, because it's a light news week, I get world news. Um, the UK is working on Brexit, right? We know this. It just took a huge turn to almost guarantee this week. Um, Boris Johnson has uh, basically suspended Parliament. <clears throat> he asked the Queen for permission uh, to suspend Parliament, which used to be a normal thing. It used to happen all the time. That's just what they did between sessions. They would suspend Parliament for so much time between sessions, blah, 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 blah. Hasn't happened in like three years, I think mostly because they've been dealing with this Brexit madness. So now he did it. The opposition has been trying to find a way to get rid of him, and now they have four days to figure that out. And then session's over, and they can't do anything until the 12th or 14th of November. No, October. And then they have two weeks to talk. There is a UN meeting on the 9th of October, which they will be at to discuss Brexit. And if the UN doesn't come to the table, that is literally the last chance they have at a deal Brexit. And if it doesn't happen, Boris is kind of like, let's just do it. Which I think will be really good for us because we're just going to swallow up much a lot of their trade and help. We're going to try and build the UK up. <clears throat> That's kind of a good ally. Especially if it's the UN versus them. So that took a turn and everybody's calling it their version of unconstitutional and horrible and I can't believe he did this and again like the media does they're bolstering it but let's be real this is a thing that happened very often almost twice a year I think until about two years ago three, well, three years ago they're saying the same thing about Brexit over there when the people voted to get mm -hmm. out of the EU yep so that's happening um, the Hong Kong thing is still going on. There's not any new news there that I really want to talk about. I don't have a lot of information on it. There's apparently some speculation on certain people that are in Hong Kong, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. It'll probably come out this week. But uh, Iran is having mass protests now, which is kind of crazy they're trying to fight for um, workers rights and such <clears throat> and they're being arrested because it's Iran yeah. um, Israel was launching some rockets or no Israel made a uh, comment about launching rockets because of Iran's hands in what Palestine's doing and I don't think I don't know I don't know if that's going to turn into too much. But uh, Japan made a good trade deal with us. It should be official either this week or next week. And China apparently is eager to come to the table. We'll see what that looks like. I'm not too optimistic yet. Yeah. But nothing to worry about there. If it happens, you know, we'll see what happens. Wait and see. But yeah, I don't. Iran should 
protests. They should be fighting for more than what they probably are oh, yeah. are fighting for. Like I don't think that that government dictatorship, whatever the hell they got going on over there, is the will of the people. Not even a little bit. Because they used to be an awesome country. Yeah, the the people are very anti their own government, but the government has, you know, it's they have the power. So it's not a rebellion type of people. So <laughs> this these protests started by just being whatever. Last year I think there was a lot of protests about the hijab and that woman who stood on top and took her hijab off and she was arrested. She was um murdered or executed, whatever you want to call it, uh, a couple months ago. And then now this protest has sparked just basically mass everything protests because it's now illegal. No, that's, that's Saudi Arabia. But uh, um, there's pro-LGBT protests. There's anti-hijab protests. There's workers' rights protests. There's The list goes on. So they're... I mean, they're fighting back, but again, they have no weapons to fight with. They have nothing to, you know, fight their government with. I just don't, I I, I don't want to say I don't understand. I think I do understand, but I really wish that our LGBT community understood more about radical... Muslim life. Yeah. Like, if they go to Iran, their ass is getting thrown off a building. Mm-hmm. They're getting stoned. I don't understand how um, they can vote Democrat. Yeah, when the Democrats support all of that. Yeah. It just is mind-blowing. Like, it just shows you the level of apathy in this country. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything, but we're going to have an opinion. Yeah. What you can do. But, man, you'd think you'd want to get your head out of your ass. No, for sure. If any gay person voted for Rashida Tlaib or Ilan Omar, I, 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 I just question your mental stability. Well, I just question your... In, like, I question your ignorance. Like you have to, I, I would think you have to be ignorant to do that. Yeah. Or self-hating. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I, it just it blows my mind. But no, it's the world is doing some crazy things. That yeah, is. Just, oh yeah, was, no, that's it. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say the Amazon's on fire, but everybody knows that by now. It's been going for a couple of days. Yeah. Well, the media is trying to put whip everybody into a frenzy. Oh, it's climate change. Blah, blah, blah. It's probably arson. No, it's definitely arson. There's a, a tribe and they just won a huge core battle against all the oil rigs and, and loggers and all the people that are in there trying to get money. And right after that happened, all of a sudden all these fires popped up. Now there is a lot of it. It's just farmers. Cause apparently this time of year, a lot of fires get lit because farmers are burning off their land to, to prepare for planting or whatever they're doing. And uh, that sparks 
wildfires, but they say there's a lot more than normal. It's just mass media bullshit like it always is. The fires aren't as bad as they're claiming they are. They're bad and it sucks, but it's it's not as bad as they're making it seem. They just want to blame climate change. Never let a manufactured crisis go to waste. Yeah, no, that's for sure. I mean, the, the, the amount of fires that have happened in South America, it's like half the amount of fires that it was in like 2005, 2006. Like literally half of the amount of fires in South Africa. Or South, Are South America. Are you Joe Biden? Will the, <laughs> Sorry. Will the real Joe Biden please stand up? Yeah. The reason I said South Africa is because also one of my other points, yeah, and I do have a reason, is because a lot of the pictures and shit that they've been showing, all these celebrities and all these people have been posting on Twitter and Facebook and everything else, aren't from this fire. Some of them were from 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Macron posted a picture that was from like yeah. 25 years ago. Some of the pictures were, and this is where that came from, was South, South Africa. One was from Montana. One was from, like, Sweden or something right. like that. These aren't photos Sweden? from there because most of the fires are under the canopy. They're not good pictures. So, yeah. well, we got to find something that has a little bit more flame to it, yeah. and we're going to post those pictures. It's ignorance. And they're just following along. Oh, the rainforest is dying. This They called it the lungs of the world. Bullshit. Yeah, it, there's a lot of oxygen that comes from, but there is way more that comes from the United States just from just from fields alone. The, there and there's an, plenty of forests in the world. Right, we're doing a, fine. I didn't realize this. There was an agronomist that was talking about that to, to the point about the whole lungs of the world thing. The Amazon only provides five percent of the world's oxygen, and guess what? It also consumes roughly five percent of the world's oxygen. <laughs> It's basically a wash. Like, yes, it's great, but, I mean, it's not providing oxygen for the rest yeah. of the world. Does it suck that it's on fire? There's a lot of wildlife. There's tribes. There's people. What? It's of- it's terrible. It sucks. It sucks when there's any kind of forest fire. It sucked when there was one in, in, in Tennessee, uh, you know, with all those fires. Think of uh, the but but I, it's not what they're saying it is, and it's people are just feeding into it, and just it's really annoying. Yeah, no, it for sure is. People are nuts. Google's nuts. Tell me about it. Well, Alex Jones had Google whistleblower Zach Voorhees um, on his show. Sorry, sorry. Um, To bring light to the nefarious agenda of big tech. Voorhees exposed Big Tech's election meddling methods and revealed specific ways they use their control of information to brainwash the public. For example, Google executive once claimed in a testimony to Congress that the company doesn't utilize a blacklist in search results to favor political outcomes. But Zach used Google's internal search engine, MoMA, and found a 40-page blacklist for YouTube, explaining why censorship has become such a large issue in the Trump era where he's told Jones that the establishment was in power in the United States so they didn't really need to apply all these controls because they had control and when they started to lose control is when they the mask came uh, when the mask got ripped off as a result now we're seeing what the, they are truly are and it's a really nasty ugly beast that is fighting for its life they're in a total war for the american mind now, going back and adding to this YouTube thing, 
We got some YouTube news. Uh. Google-owned YouTube on Monday banned right-wing commenter James Alsip. Uh, he had over 450,000 subscribers, um, and he's not the only one that got deleted. And he uh, he has no no red flags on his uh, his channel at all. Um, they sent him an email, uh, and basically says uh, the he wrote on Gab. Today, YouTube decided to delete my channel without cause. I had no channel strikes, no violations, nothing. Simply an email telling me that my livelihood, my means to exercise my political voice, my business I'd built for almost three years was taken away from me. Uh, he says in one of his final videos, he says, I will soon be banned and here is why. Uh, in, a, in which he detailed how the attacks against him uh, were originating and being pushed by the ADL, a viciously anti-white hate group. They had planted a story that called for him his banning and were some of the only ones promoting that story. And just like that, he gets taken down. Um, uh, V-Dare was taken down. American Identity Movement was taken down. TRS Radio taken down. And just countless others were removed from YouTube without reasoning at all, without having any violations, uh, and they and they took them down. So it's getting crazier, and and it's like losing it's losing a little bit of the the luster, you know. I mean, it's people aren't talking about it as much, so they're not seeing it as much. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's. A little scary. Yep, just one after another, and they—I mean, there was there was a lot of people that were removed. Yeah, no, that's. Hmm. Yeah, it's something. But uh, talk about more stuff that's maybe a little lighter of a note because it's hilarious mm-hmm. and equally, you know, messed up. But uh, Elon Omar has now had an affair hmm. with a DNC staffer who was married and had some kids, and apparently in their divorce filings, all this came out. Hmm. Well, that brought on some real journalists, apparently, because they did some digging and found out that, oh, Alan Omar and this guy have been together a lot, and now that doesn't look like it's professional business anymore. Because she's, you know, been having an affair with this guy. Um, to the note of $230,000 of campaign funds to his co-op. <laughs> well, officially, about six hours ago, which you guys have probably already heard this by now, um, there is an official FEC investigation into this. So far, she has made no comments about it. The only thing she will say is, I, I will not let my personal life be or I will not discuss my personal life well this isn't your personal life this is you using government money Mm -hmm. and government positions to better your friends and continue the corruption that we know happens in Washington on the daily and you just got caught doing it sorry for you yep I hope you get removed that would be awesome but 
I expect nothing less from the squad. I think they've all had an investigation by now, haven't they? Yeah, I think so. Pretty close to it, if not. They're just absolutely insane. It's this beautiful. And they're not smart enough to know how to cover it up. I mean, like, come on. Well, I think they're actors. At least AOC. At the very least. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, it's just beautiful. I feel bad for the lady. Yeah, I mean, she didn't ask for this. No. What? What is wrong with this guy? Seriously, she's not attractive at all. Yeah, I mean... Power? Whatever. Maybe she has a really cool haircut. Isn't she bald? I don't know. I would assume probably, yeah. I actually think I've heard that. Maybe she got like cornrows. Whatever. A mohawk? I don't know. Should put a poll out there and see what people think. I think she's got a pretty face. She just needs chapstick. She needs. She really needs chapstick. She needs to actually wear the actual burko. That's what she needs to do. Full, just eyeballs. That's all I need to see. <laughs> yeah, but either way. Oh, I just find it hilarious that you know she's from a Muslim country. I mean, what would happen to her over there? Oh yeah, this whole situation is quite hypocritical of what she supports. Huh. Like they would probably stone her. Mm, no, I mean, they, they would, would probably stone her for talking. First of all, mm-hmm. yeah, but. Just this alone, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they stone they stone women for being raped. Like, if a woman is raped, she's stoned for adultery. Like, that's how, like, this is guaranteed. It's just weird. But, yeah, no, I can't. I don't know. But, I mean, one, her brother's got to be jealous. <laughs> I think, I don't know, I think he's over it by now. <laughs> you know? He got his he got his green card and now he's moved on. No. It's it's a joke. I mean the just the stuff that's come out of I mean this is a one term congresswoman. Yeah. Like this is all the stuff we've heard already about her. Hopefully. I well mean, that's at what least happens, but like not to defend AOC. But at least all of AOC's investigations aren't about her. They're about people in her campaign. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty damn well. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm convinced that AOC is an actor. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Dis- I'm not discrediting it. I just. I don't know. I believe that she is that stupid, but she's definitely egged on. Yeah. I don't know if she's that. That's what. That's where I get caught up on it because. She says things, and she starts talking about things like uh, campaign finance and corruption and government money and lobbying and stuff like that, and she's very knowledgeable and very smart about it. And I'm like, where the heck did that come from? Because that's not what... Like, you're the one to talk about socialism, but you but you understand this. This is much more complex. <laughs> like a third grader can understand why socialism is bad. Well, her hard drive is full. She filled up all her brain with that one subject and then yeah. just spews shit for the rest of it. Well, that's possible. Yeah, I believe that. But Either that or she got some really good talking part points from her handlers. Yeah. I don't know. No, me neither. Speaking of government corruption and 
lobbying. Big Pharma is taking a hit. And it is beautiful. If you did not know, the opioid uh, manufacturers and distributors are being sued by almost every state in the country. Um, I think the last number I saw was 42, and it's rising. Like Now that it's becoming major news, like this has been going on for about a year, which is important in a little bit. But uh, now there's 42, and it's rising now because it's back big in the news again because some of these settlements are being done. Um, just Purdue Pharma, which would be the Sackler family-owned company that created uh, OxyContin, looks to settle with a $12 billion settlement and a bankruptcy process that would force the family to give up ownership of the company. Of the $12 billion, three to five of it is the family's own personal money. That is just one company, and there are thousands of different lawsuits right now. Most of them are all going through the same Ohio court. It would be Attorney General Dave Yost. He has confirmed that he is in talks with Purdue, telling the NPR that Yost is at the table and actively engaged in discussions with the Oxycontin manufacturer. Johnson & Johnson is paying $575 million, which this is actually a botched case. The state's attorney that was in charge of this one really screwed up. It was supposed to be a couple hundred billion and they were citing, I think it was, they were citing um, police costs and incarceration and jail and rehabilitation and all that stuff. But they just said it. They didn't show anything. Like, you know how easy it would have been? You just go back in the, in the, in the, in the books. Just, just start publishing. Just give them the budget. It would have been that easy. But they didn't do that. So instead of getting hundreds of billions of dollars, they just got 550, $575 million. So that's on that state. But, I mean, that doesn't mean they're not going to get it again. You know, It's uh, still like a record settlement for something oh, like this. Oh, yeah. These are huge numbers. Never before. Never. That's not good for Johnson & Johnson. I mean, last year they got nailed from the talcum powder shit. Well, I mean, when you make poison. Yeah. I mean... I feel no no qualms. Um, there are 22 opioid manufacturers um, included in thousands of cases, most of which are being consolidated currently going through this Ohio court case with that judge I mentioned earlier, uh, Attorney General Dave Yost. Um, dozens of state's attorneys have chosen to file their own separate lawsuits. So not only is Purdue paying that 12 or looking to pay that 12 billion in um, settlements, other states are already suing the same company and family in separate lawsuits. So they might have to pay more, which would be even more awesome. All of this is because of what opioids have done to this country. Like this hits me pretty close to home. I, I mean, when I had my knee surgery, I was in the army and they give this stuff out like candy. And I had an issue and it, thankfully I was in the military and they could, you know, hold me against my will. 
and it was it was I got, I got it was easy to get through. It was not easy to get through, but it was easier for me because I could not do anything else. But yeah, you got through it because you were there. You right, had been at home. Who knows? I have plenty of guys that did that. You know, I have plenty of guys that moved from pills, and after they got cut off the pills, they went to heroin because it's cheaper and it gives you the same high. And it's like. And then they OD on it because they'll get some fentanyl or something like that, or they're just trying to get more and more and more, and it, get, it gets you eventually. And, I mean, this happens. This is happening to people all over the country right now. And it's all because these companies lied and said it wasn't addictive and it wasn't a problem. No, a pharmaceutical company lying? Well, worse off is the FDA approved all of this. They're in cahoots. And these, exactly. these companies pay the FDA to do whatever. Exactly. It's the same thing with Monsanto and the oh. pesticides and everything else. I'm with you. I'm with you. My only, my like, I, I'm irritated that the FDA is never, they're never going to face their day. No one's ever going to go after the FDA. And if they do, I don't think they're going to go anywhere because the kicker to all this is a year ago, Trump suggested that all the states start suing pharmaceutical companies. And when they said that's not going to do anything, they're just going to shell out money. They're just going to they're just going to keep drawing it out. Guess who doesn't pay court costs? The government. Those guys are going to get a paycheck regardless of what they're doing. So they might as well be lawsuiting craziness like this. And that's exactly what they're doing. They literally took Trump's advice, and now we're seeing the biggest pharmaceutical companies like basically going bankrupt because. The government is actually fighting against something that is killing the people. On Trump's suggestion, over a year ago, there was an article that was written over a year ago talking about Trump asking about this. And I have it, and it'll be on our on our uh, social media. Flashback. Yep. But, uh... Well, I can maybe, maybe with all this, maybe the FDA will be realigned, reformed somehow. Letting this slip through. Maybe. I mean, I wanted to say, and Trump did this. I mean, who's to say he doesn't have something up his sleeve for the people who actually did something? I mean, criminally, no. But structurally, yeah. Regulatory, yeah. Yeah. You I, are now going to have far less influence. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, he's trying to merge the Department of Education and the Department of Labor. That's so awesome. That, I love it. I just want them to merge all the three-letter organizations that we all hate. And, I mean, it's basically the exact same thing he's doing. It's just, I, I look at it, I'm like, oh, it's pie in the sky. And I'm like, but he just he, he just got rid of the Department of Education. <laughs> like, a useless organization did nothing but siphon money for no apparent reason at all. Except well, to, except no, to. No, no, more than that. Propagate. Yeah, propaganda, man. But I'm just saying, I was talking to my dad. I'm just like, Dad, if I ever have kids, like, I'm going to have to teach my children history myself. These damn leftists all around the world are trying to revise it. Yeah. It's insanity. No, it's, that'll be good. And yeah, I hope he does restructure the FDA because, I mean, it's a joke. We all know that. Mm hmm. Like FDA approved, not FDA approved. 
It doesn't matter. The stuff that's not FDA approved is probably less harmful for you than the stuff that is FDA approved. Yeah. But oh, we're doing our job. You guys, yeah. you can't take stacker two anymore or whatever. Right, yeah. You know, like no, crazy. But like I said, opioids are taking a hit. It also the, the FDA serves its purpose, but its scope is too big. Exactly. That's a hundred percent it. We we need the FDA. We don't need. It's a, a CIA gi- level FDA. It's a giant bureaucracy that's yeah. bloated and needs to have its bubble popped yeah the pin like the fed well that if that got audited it would go away completely (laughs) can you imagine that no i can't i don't know what that would look like (laughs) i don't know man but yeah but you know trump did this a year ago and these are the results and it's amazing and all these massive pharma companies who have had their hand in the opioid epidemic that we have now are now coming crashing down and I've never seen anything so beautiful in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's awesome. Hell yeah. That I got. That is all I got. All right. Well, we have some Illinois news like usual. I don't want to do a rock, paper, scissors live on the podcast. I don't think, we're, I don't think the world's ready for that. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Uh, the Chicago Teachers Union has threatened to strike over contract demands that would cost taxpayers an extra $452 million Fake in the news. first year. Fake news. Chicago teachers already make more than other big city peers. Chicago, Mary, May, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot faces $452 million in new contract demands from the Chicago Teachers Union, meaning precarious finances would be even worse if it were solely up to the union representing some of the nation's highest paid teachers. CTU presented the, d- the demands totaling $452 million to Lightfoot and the Chicago Public School Boards of Education and has rejected a neutral fact finder's contract recommendations, threatening to strike for the third time in seven years if demands are not met, according to the Chicago Tribune. Lightfoot is caught between the threat of CPS uh, financial situation and the damage likely if, cited, if city taxpayers are again asked for more. Chicago taxpayers face the highest debt burden of the 10 most populous cities in the country, according to the Truth in Accounting. In uh, an August 11th report by a fact finder appointed to make recommendations in the stalled negotiations, calls for raises totaling 16% over five years compared to Lightfoot's original offer of 14% over five years. Um, the CTU is demanding 5% a year uh, and only once a three-year contract. Um, yeah, it's getting ridiculous. And it's actually, I was reading that student numbers are actually falling. Yes. Uh, yet demand for more teachers and pay and everything else. And administrative are, positions. Yeah, are mainly administrative positions are rising. Yeah. Um, they're rising. Yeah, they're rising. No. Good. While God. student numbers are dropping. More administrators, less students. <laughs> these administrators, these superintendents, they need mm-hmm. to have more than one school. I'm sorry. You're you're literally a pencil pusher. Yeah. You write no. grants. It's crazy. It says, um, 
the demand is for here's some numbers. It would go to uh, community schools, twenty-seven and a half million. Five uh, percent salary increases of one hundred and twenty million. Teachers' assistance, uh, fifty million, and increased support staff, two hundred and fifty-three million. Yeah, teachers. The Chicago Teachers Union demands would cost four hundred and fifty-two million. That is absolutely outrageous, and our state cannot handle any more of this. Mm-mm. No, it's nuts. It's no surprise, though. I mean, they're just going to keep... They're just going to keep going. Yep. But... That's it. I have more Lori Lightfoot news. It's really fun and exciting. Gross. So I don't know if you know this or not, but I had high hopes for her. Um, I thought she was going to be okay. She sounded like she was going to do some good things. She even started off doing some good things by trying to, to curb the uh, aldermanic power that Chicago aldermen have. <clears throat> but then she fell short by being a crazy leftist. Um, she wants to take away a rule that requires people who have complaints against police officers in Chicago, you know, Chicago police officers, that they sign a sworn affidavit to attest that they are telling the truth to the best of their ability. By swearing this, it keeps down on the amount of complaints because people aren't just walking in making false complaints, which is exactly what was happening before. So now police are investigating a thousand complaints that are complete BS and they're fabricated and they have nothing to, they can't do anything about it. So they made this rule. Well, she wants to get rid of it. It's too much of a burden on the people to be required to tell the truth. Yeah. Is that's that's her that's a quote. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Yeah, I can't even I mean yeah. So be a Chicago police officer, it's not worth it. Yeah. That's I mean, can't believe just, you guys do that. I don't know, man. Yeah, she sounded, I mean, definitely left. Yeah, but normal. sounded reasonable when she was campaigning. Mm-hmm. Now, no, here's who I am. Here's who I truly am. This is what it is. Yeah. We're going to get a casino. JK, I'm just <laughs> going to get some money. Give me the money. Well, my news has to do with guns. Oh, nice. So that new state law. Yeah. Has, Gun law already it's already facing the court battle. Good. Following through on a new law that Governor BJ Pritzker signed in January, state police published a set of proposed new regulations requiring gun dealers in Illinois to comply with stricter security and record keeping requirements. That law, however, is being challenged in Sangamon County Circuit Court by the Illinois State Rifle Association and a number of gun dealers in the state who argue it's an unconstitutional infringement on their right to keep and bear arms. I happen to know one of the dealers that's part of the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. He said, I had a conversation with him, he's a good guy, I won't name him, um, that he had, had his, he had to be compliant with some things by the middle of January, or July, I think. He had it all done. He had the paperwork filed, and 
he went to the website and he just, it's just still sitting there pending. They don't have the infrastructure to get it done. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there were, I don't know the exact numbers, but I'll give you a ballpark from what I remember of the conversations. There were something like 22,000, 2,400 FFL dealers in Illinois. 1,400 of them did not apply to get them, to keep them. Yeah, it's just over half. Yeah. Nuts. Because they said no. And either, either they're collectors, <clears throat> which are benefits of having an FFL if you go to an auction to buy a gun. Right. You save a little money. You don't have to pay whatever, the $25, $30, 40 transfer fee, and you can take your stuff home that day because mm-hmm. you're a dealer. Um. Anyway. But it costs more, too. Yeah. Segway. Pritzker was banking on... You know, all twenty-two or four hundred of these people to do it. He doesn't have the money to hire additional resources to get all this crap done. Mm-hmm. Way to go, government! <laughs> surprise, surprise. Anyway, um, this bill known as the Firearms Dealer Licenses Certifications Act, the state requires anyone who holds a federal firearms license to also obtain a state certificate of license and comply with state regulations. These proposed new regulations were published in the Illinois Register on Friday, opening a 45-day public comment period. After that, the ISP may amend the proposed rules on the feedback it receives. It then must publish a second notice and forward proposals to the General Assembly's Joint Committee on Administrative Rules, or JCAR. This opens the... uh, Opens another 45-day comment period, after which JCAR can either approve the rules for adoption or request additional changes. Um, this bipartisan law is long over is a long overdue step to do more to prevent gun violence, to make sure guns don't fall into the wrong hands, and to make sure we put we we license gun <clears throat> shops just like restaurants and other businesses and deter straw purchases, so that we can prevent someone from. Buying a gun for someone who is not legally allowed to own a gun. Pritzker said when he signed the bill in January. But gun rights advocates have been harshly critical of the law. And at least one is now reaching out to to constituents to protest the proposed new regulation. Representative Darren Bailey from Louisville issued a news release Tuesday urging his constituents to take part in the public comment process quote generally speaking anything that goes against the gun owner's rights goes against the second amendment i'm very much a very staunch second amendment believer and i see and i see this law is just kind of chipping away at the iceberg bailey said the cost of the state certificates combined with the cost of security and video monitoring systems will likely force many small gun retailers out of business that's also one of the arguments being used in the constitutional challenge filed by gun dealers in the Illinois State Rifle Association. A hearing in that lawsuit is scheduled for September 5th. Ooh. <laughs> the, the, the paragraph of the quote of B.J. Pritzker just sums up their either ignorance or their 
their utter disregard for our constitutional rights. Utter disregard. They know what they're doing. It's common sense. None of those things are going to do anything. No. None of it. We have gun laws on the books that we don't enforce. We have licenses on the books. They're just federal, not state. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, look at the crime. Where does it happen? It happens in Chicago. It happens in Danville. Four people got shot in Danville yesterday. Yeah. Was there 25 and, and 5 in Chicago this weekend? Yeah. These are not these are not legal guns, by and large, that are mm-hmm. being used in these crimes. They're stolen. Right. They're gotten illegally. Illegal guns are causing illegal crime. Criminals don't care about laws. All this does is hurt law-abiding citizens. Any gun law. Yep. It's insane. It needs to stop. And it really ticks me off. That's all I got. I'm glad I got to go last because V3 this week has to do with guns as well. Ooh, nice. So without further ado, here is the entrance music. Americans keep looking to our politicians to solve our country's gun violence problem. And nothing is happening. Not in the courts, not in Congress, and definitely not over here. Can I make an observation about David Hogg? Why? Okay, yes. Look at his arms. Does his mother effer eat? No, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I about, I about did it. I about did it. But I don't think so, one. And two, why are we letting him be relevant again? Like, well, he I, was it, almost forgotten. Is he relevant? I mean, look at where it came from. Well, no, he wasn't even there. No, I hear you. Let's move on. Let's listen to what these dummies are reading from cue cards. Jesus, I want to. we wait, nearly 40,000 Americans still die every year from gun violence, and the number of mass shootings continues to rise. If we want to regain our That's right to true. safety, we're going to have to do it ourselves. That's why we are launching the peace plan for a safer America. Created by survivors, so you don't have to be one. Gun violence is a big problem that needs big solutions. No. That's why the peace plan is ambitious and intersectional. If we come together and fight for this plan, we can reduce gun deaths in this country by half in just 10 years. That's 200,000 innocent lives saved. Not just victims of mass killings, but victims of gun violence in all aspects of life. From reducing suicides to urban shootings, domestic violence, and even police brutality, bullets do not discriminate. Here's our plan to create real change. One, change the standards of gun ownership. Create a federal licensing program that promotes responsible gun ownership. Two, reduce the rate of gun deaths and injuries by 50% in just 10 years by using all the resources at our disposal. Again, we're talking oh, about all life the and fucking death. Resources potentially at our disposal. Saving you gotta be shitting me. What resources? What are you going to do? You're not going to do a damn thing. 200,000. There's 13,000 people who die because of guns every year. That's not counted. That's not suicides. All right. Even if you add those, it's what is it, like 39. Give me a break. You're just like, you're just making stuff up. We're going to use all the tools at our disposal to cut gun deaths in half. Hey, why don't we do that with rape? Why don't we do that with drug overdoses? Why don't we do that with DUIs? Why don't we do that? Shut the hell up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I screamed. (laughs) I'm done. 200,000 lives. Three, accountability. 
Hold the gun lobby and gun industry accountable for decades of illegal and reckless behavior that puts us all at risk. It is time to bring them to justice for the harm they've brought. Four. To justice. <laughs> what illegal things have they done? I mean, it's all... Everything's illegal to David Hogg. Telling him he looks like a Holocaust survivor is illegal. I mean, look he's at a him. very skinny man. I just don't... And he's an adult. Like, does he not eat? I'm sorry. Well, he's a beta. He just looks sick. Maybe that's why he has really shitty ideas, because he doesn't get any, any nutrition to his brain. Oh, I can't stand this looking at him. <laughs> Name a director of gun violence prevention that reports directly to the president and who will operationalize the federal government to meet our goals. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that a gun registry? Were they just advocating for a gun registry? <laughs> I think they were still talking about the holding the lobbies in check and we're going to create this thing that's going to tell the president what to do. Because <laughs> that's how things work. <laughs> Generate community-based solutions by funding groups striving to save lives in their specific communities. Six, empower the next generation. Automatically register all eligible voters when they turn 18. The younger generations are disproportionately affected by gun violence. They should have a say in how this country solves this epidemic. They do dipshit. You choose to register to vote or not. Yeah. We don't automatically do anything in this Nothing country. Nothing is forced in this country, you idiot. Freedom, which you obviously don't understand. If you're thinking, that's great, but you'll never get it done, this is not the first time that we've had to fight to put American lives first over corporate profits. Americans lobby to put seatbelts in cars to save lives. We lobby to stop big tobacco from marketing cigarettes to kids to save lives. And don't forget, in 2018, we saw more NRI-backed candidates lose than ever before. We can make this happen. These changes will save lives, but we need to act. It's only a matter of time until the next mass shooting, until the next suicide, until someone injures or kills themselves or others by mistake. We cannot wait for Mitch McConnell to decide when the time is right to save lives. For many, it's already too late. Our generation will live or die based on how we address this crisis. This plan is worth fighting for, worth surviving for. This plan takes power away from the NRA and puts it in the hands of those that are the most affected. If you're with us, go to MarchForOurLives.com right now to see the peace plan and show your support for big, bold change. They literally said nothing. They just said do stuff. Save lives. We're going to do Numbers. stuff. Save lives. So it's just basically what <sighs> they've been have, doing. I only have 50 cents. So that's... Otherwise, I almost said it again. <laughs> oh, man, I hate that kid. <laughs> Well, it was either that or Stacey Abrams. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, man. Ugh. Yeah, can we trade David Hogg for one Hong Kong protester? Dude, I'll take a hundred. Dude, I'll take a Palestinian. <laughs> like, I'm talking... A died in the wool, let's kill all the Israelis, Palestinian, over David Hogg. That's how much I hate that kid. Doesn't appreciate his freedoms in this country. He doesn't at all. I mean, neither will the other guy, but... I mean, he wasn't even at the school when it happened. Oh. And he's a victim. It doesn't... Uh, he's just a mouthpiece. He doesn't even... Re I, I don't, 
He can't believe the crap you just said. They didn't say anything. We have a plan. We're going to save lives. They literally didn't give anything that they're we're going to use all the tools at our disposal. Oh, yeah. They're worse than Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> Easy. You're going to drop the F-bomb again. I was at, real off. At <laughs> least, at least these people have an excuse. Beta O, Beta O, Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> <laughs> is an adult male. Sort of. These are still like children under the age of 25 who the frontal cortex of their brain is not fully developed yet I'm i'll so, give i'll give them a partial pass what it does give me hope though because cameron Kasky walked away from these guys yeah like he he was all about i mean he's still a liberal you know i i still i follow him on twitter just because that took a lot of guts to do that to walk away from everybody you agree with and be like no what you guys are doing is wrong and mm-hmm. i don't want to be a part of it yeah. I still think this, 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 and this. And I, I talk to her once in a while. I'll, I'll shoot him a message. We we, we messaged back and forth on a couple things. You and two just get so excited. About no, it's that. nice to talk, especially that kid, because it was in the time that he was dealing with all that. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm just saying Justin likes to talk to big-name people. On it, is kinda, it is kind of cool. Why not? When, when somebody big who I'm like kind of like almost idolize yeah. like, sends a message. and It's, it's like, a good time. Oh, Hi. Hi, it's not like starstruck, but it's like the closest thing you can get in the political like world. Like when Cernovich <laughs> replied to me and, and we went back and forth. That was pretty awesome. Not yeah, going to lie. I didn't have a, I don't have that experience. I did get Cassandra Fairbanks to retweet a meme I did. There you go. That's that's I did have Millie Weaver like one of my comments. That was um, Flutter of the Heart. You stole my heart. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> She's a lovely person. No, uh, but no, just these kids. Oh, man. Of course, <sighs> of course, it fluttered even more when Emery King and I had a conversation, so. You go to his back door? Did you come in his I'm back trying, door? I'm trying. It's been <laughs> locked. Don't you come in my back door. Don't you come in my back door. But All right. That was infuriating. I'm pretty sure my <laughs> blood pressure raised like 50 points. Like, ah, uh, uh, yep. It's real life. It happened. We got to be aware of these things, though, man. I know, but it's just... leftist. The left. I mean, it's like it's obviously a leftist group that put these people as the mouthpiece of their. They're crap. I know, and people believe it. But we need to be vigilant. That's why I played this. I know. Listen to the ridiculousness. If you have any modicum of common sense in your body, you immediately, your bullshit meter should be screaming off the uh, radar. Yeah. So, yeah. Tommy, what should our wonderful listeners be looking for until they see us next time or hear us next time iran uh hong kong china um and uh which is like losing it right now oh the farm deal they're doing right now the uh secretary of ag is in illinois and he is Talking about what they're going to do to protect harvest this year because it's starting to become a concern. Yeah. I have something that you should look for. Mm-hmm. And it's not a thing specifically, a story, but we're upon a holiday weekend. 
So if you're listening to this on Friday, document dump Friday is what it'll be. And it is especially something they do on holiday mm-hmm. on holiday yeah. weekends. So I'll have my ear to the ground, my nose to the grindstone, trying to see some, some thingy things. That was actually on my list and I forgot to say it. Oh. Yeah. Because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. Where do our wonderful listeners go to do the things? Orphans of the American Dream dot com, where you can stream our show and find new updates on what we are doing. Uh, Orphans of the American Dream on Facebook, Twitter is at OAD underscore studios, and Parlor is at OAD Studios. Refer a friend to the show, and I will come kiss you on the mouth. Hashtag me too. <laughs> oh wait, that was used differently. Yeah, dude. Goodness. Yeah, go to the website, do the things. Um, lose the apathy. Love each other. Encourage other people to lose the apathy. Keep your head on a swivel. Peace, mother brothers. <laughs>